0: This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration and motivation for today. Well, hey friends, this is Eric Nordoff and welcome to another episode of Courage Cast. I'm so glad you're here with me. Today, I start a three part interview with Scott McIntyre. It's really just a conversation. He came over, he and his wife, Christina, came over last week, and we just had a great time talking. I can't wait to share this interview with you. He's an an amazing man with a a great story of courage. Let me give you a little background on Scott, and then we'll dive right into our interview. The first time you may have heard of Scott McIntyre is most likely from American Idol. In 2009, he had a very engaging presence and a vocal prowess. Uh, And since then, he has toured with Alice Cooper, Jonas Brothers, the band Perry, all over the world, And he now has a new album titled Lighthouse. And he lives right here in the Tennessee, Middle Tennessee area. So grateful to have him in. He was introduced to me by a mutual friend. Actually, Matt Price, who does some work for me, um, introduced me. And I was just so grateful to sit down with he and his wife. Christina, for a a little bit. So blind from birth and a two-time kidney transplant recipient, Scott's going to share his triumphant story with us of incredible courage. I can't wait to to get you guys to hear all about this. He also has a book, an autobiographical book called By Faith, Not By Sight, where he talks about how he learned to face his fears, overcome challenges, realize his dreams, even in the midst of of incredible, incredible adversity. He even started college at the age of 15. He was admitted into Arizona State University, uh, the Barrett Honors College and Herberger College of Fine Arts. Amazing man, amazing story. Let's dive into it. My interview with Scott McIntyre. Oh, don't you know? Oh, don't you know? Well, I am so honored to have Scott McIntyre and Christina McIntyre here with us. Welcome to the Courage Cast. Thank you so much. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah. So, so good to have you. Um, I remember watching you, what, was it seven years ago now? It
1: was, yeah. Isn't uh-huh. that crazy? It's seven years ago. Yeah.
0: I remember watching you seven years ago on American Idol and thinking, that's a guy that I would like to meet someday. I can support him. And I think we even (laughs) called and supported
1: you. Thank you very much. I think it
0: worked. It must have. It it got you so far. (laughs) Right? So how far did you get in American Idol for everyone? I I
1: got to eighth place Mm -hmm. on season eight of American Idol. I was voted off April 8th. Whoa. And... uh, (laughs) <laughs> it's yeah almost been eight years since the that's show. that's
0: crazy I, it's like these numb this number do you believe in num like the num not believe but do you do you, do I, you I think there's something about the number that, no
1: i i don't really but i think god can use anything you know but yeah. I, I don't really i mean I've, I've had some weird stuff happen to me like that but i don't really put yeah. too much stock in the eight thing <laughs> yeah i know but it's just
0: kind of <laughs> weird to think about that isn't it it's is weird yeah, yeah yeah all right so so scott um one of the things about you that um, is unique is that you're visually impaired. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that's different from what you normally see walking around, and you're also incredibly talented in music. So tell me about uh, tell me about how that got started. What what's your roots in in music?
1: Well, you know, I yeah, I started playing piano by ear at a very early age. I think I was about a year and a half old when I started. Uh, just, just you know, trying to figure out the piano. I don't. I, I have memories maybe from a little after that, so I, it's weird because I've been playing piano from before I can remember. It wasn't anything complicated at first. I was just you know hitting one note and hitting another note, and I think I heard the difference between them. Mm-hmm. I think my blindness uh, played a big part in me being drawn mm-hmm. to to music and to the world of sound, and really being fascinated with that. But I, I came up uh, just enthralled with music and it was it was a an outlet for me and a place that i could really uh just pour my emotions to as i got older i couldn't you know i couldn't play baseball i couldn't uh drive a car i have never driven a car as far as anyone knows (laughs) um but uh and i couldn't see when a girl was smiling at me these different Mm. things that i couldn't do but i could play music and i I had a, a deep love for that
0: yeah so, um, so it started as an early age at an early age, and then tell me about the faith side of things. Um, was that something that was highly um, encouraged in your home, or was that something that you you found faith in in God later?
1: I, I found faith in God pretty early on. I was raised in a Christian home, and I gave my heart to Christ after a VBS
0: uh-huh. one year, <laughs>
1: Vacation Bible school. Love Vacation
0: Bible School, yeah.
1: and. I I knew from the beginning because you know one because it was what I was told was happening and two because I I saw it for myself I quote saw it for myself yeah. <laughs> I use that word very loosely no you know? I understand um, I saw how God was using my disability to touch other people in their lives and to to reach into other circumstances outside of me and uh, and encourage others and so I knew he was I knew he was doing that and so if you would have asked me even at a young age. About my blindness, I, I would have almost seen it as a positive thing mm. if that makes sense, mm-hmm. even though it gave me a you know a ton of challenges in life and made life a lot more difficult, but I saw what it was doing in other people's lives. so I never really really you know struggled with with that why or that uh, that difficulty in my faith walk until some challenges came along later in life. but mm-hmm. with the blindness it was uh, the... it, it was kind of you know it was a double-edged thing it made life a lot harder, but I knew God was using it for good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't put myself in in your position. I can't. I can't imagine what it's like because you were you were born blind, or or is would you say blind, a hundred percent blind, or is it? Is there you can
1: you can say visually impaired as, visually impaired. as you said. I I yeah. say blind just because it's easier sometimes, and and basically legally blind covers a, a wide category of people. Some people that are legally blind can still drive. Yeah, um, I cannot because I fall at the very bottom of that spectrum. I'm almost completely. It's kind of like looking through a little coffee straw, if you can imagine that. It's, okay. it's the size of a mouse cursor on a computer screen. Wow. So it's a very small field of vision. So if I if I have time to to scan around a little bit, then I can get a little bit more of a sense of what I might be looking at. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's not usable in a lot of a lot of situations for travel, et cetera.
0: Sure, sure. That's very interesting. I would yeah. love to explore that a little bit more just to see, you know, what what that's like. But for the purposes of the courage cast, I want to I want to ta- I want to talk about, <laughs> want to dive into uh, some of the challenges that you experienced. I mean, um, some of the things that, that I read in your bio, uh, and I want to hear more about, uh, from you is maybe the first time that you encountered where your faith was really challenged, or maybe the first time you were afraid. Do you get afraid today? Did you get afraid then? You know, what, what were you experiencing and how, and how did you come out of it?
1: Yeah. So I think, uh, as, as we were saying, I think the blindness really prepared me for what happened later in life because, you know, I, I knew that if I, if I worked hard enough and I got creative enough, I could overcome the challenges that, that my blindness presented and I could, I could get through it. But, uh, something happened when I was 19 years old, um, that has been kind of a, an ongoing theme in my life since then. Uh, and it was, it was something that I couldn't Help myself out of. I couldn't be creative enough to to mm. solve it. I knew it was going to take someone else to step in to mm-hmm. step in and, and save me, um, just like Jesus saves each one of us. And and this thing was that I found out my kidneys were failing.
0: Um, both of your kidneys.
1: Yeah, you can't really you can't really tell which one it is or isn't, but they they can measure overall kidney function. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was both. And uh, I found out at nineteen years old that that was my. Reality, my kidney function was was approaching the bottom theres you know heading towards zero wow. and i did I did feel afraid. I remember uh, tearing up in the doctor 's office when I found out, and then I remember just just you know just for a little while going through these series of thoughts like isn 't the blindness enough god why mm-hmm. why kidney failure too, mm-hmm. and what are my friends going to think, and what are what are girls going to th- you know is this are people going to accept me? I've already Hmm. kind of overcome so much. I I did have those thoughts. And then, uh, you know, but one by one, God kind of took away my options to, uh, you know, to get out of this, this circumstance. And uh, he brought me to a place little by little where I just, my only choices were to, you know, to have faith and trust him to bring me through it. Or just to give up because every you know we tried uh, homeopathic medicine, naturopathic stuff, holistic dentists were looking at me. You know, just really, I didn't want to get a transplant at first mm-hmm. because I knew if you know I got a transplant, that's a a life changer, and you have to take certain meds uh, for the rest of your life with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, and it's it's a good thing, but I, I wasn't I was I hadn't done it before, and I wasn't sure I wanted that. And and uh, my health began to decrease, and little by little, God just brought me to that point where. I had to trust him and walk through that and take that risk and uh, the wife of my former piano teacher from college ended up giving her kidney to me yeah. and saving my life that first time
0: that 's amazing, and she did that uh, voluntarily I mean that was not uh, mm-hmm. you know a lot of times people receive transplants from organs that who from people who have just passed away exactly and, um,
1: and she was a living donor. Yeah. uh the and kidney, the kidney is something you can give while you're living it's mm-hmm. uh and it's the biggest need in the organ donation community there's you know just such a huge need there compared to the other organs and it's the one god you know engineered us to be able to to give
0: Well, I can't wait to share with you part two and three of our three-part interview with Scott McIntyre in the next couple of days. That puts to end this first part, just setting you up and wetting your appetite for more of our conversation with Scott McIntyre. Again, his album is called Lighthouse. You can learn more about him and connect with him at Scott McIntyre. That's M-A-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E. Dot com scottmcintyre.com. You can follow him on Facebook at Scott Mac Official, on Twitter at Scott D. McIntyre, and Instagram also at Scott D. McIntyre. I'll be back with you again on another episode of Courage Cast. Stay tuned for the next two parts of our conversation with Scott McIntyre.
1: So don't ever give up on yourself. It's not about the times that you fail. you got a story to tell. Don't you know? Oh, don't you know?